There's been so much chat about house prices over the past wee while, with the downturn widely lauded for making it maybe easier for people to get into the market. But what do you do if you are in the market and your house is now worth quite a bit less than it was when you paid for it? Kia ora, this is Newsball, I'm Emil. And I'm Imogen, and with us is Ed McKnight from Opair's Partners, who also hosts a property podcast called Property Academy. Kia ora, Ed. Imogen, great to be here. <laughs> What's your top tip if you find out your home's lost a chunk of value? I think the most important thing is not to panic. I know the first thing a lot of Kiwis will do if they jump onto homes.co.nz and see the value of their property's gone down is you're going to be a bit worried. But what you've got to remember is most Kiwis only sell their properties once every seven odd years. So let's say you purchased at the top of the market. Chances are you're probably not going to move house for another five odd years from today. So there is a very good chance that by the time you come to sell that property, it will likely have increased in value and recovered it. Of course, house prices go up and down depending on what's going on in the market. And it only really affects us if we go to purchase another property or we sell ours. If you lose a big enough chunk of value in your property, you could end up with negative equity. Can you just explain what that is and whether someone who is in that position um, needs to do anything differently or should be thinking about doing something differently, cutting their losses, I guess. So negative equity is when the value of your mortgage is larger than the value of your house. Now, you asked a question about cutting your losses. Generally, I would say that would not be the right thing to do because what happens then is after the time you sell your house, you pay the lawyer, you pay the real estate agent and then pay the bank, you still owe the bank a chunk of money, but now you're back to renting and don't own a house. Generally, the best thing to do is hold on to that property because what will likely happen is prices will likely go up over the next couple of years and you'll start to recover some of that value again. I can understand why some people would freak out and think, I better sell now before property prices go down anymore. But the latest uh, reading of the tea leaves and look into the crystal ball suggests that we're probably only two to three percentage points away from the bottom of the property market. And so I don't think that recovery is over a decade away. If prices are bottoming out, some people might be smelling an opportunity here. Is now the time for first-time buyers to get into the market? I think that is exactly what first-home buyers are doing. If you look at the latest CoreLogic data, first-home buyers are making up a larger proportion of the market than they have since the records began in 2014. So I think there are a lot of smart young people out there who are saying, hey, look, our KiwiSaver is starting to recover. House prices are down in Auckland about 22%, in Lower Hutt down 30% and saying, I think we're going to buy now because A, we can afford to and B, there are a lot more options out there on the market. Newsable takes time and resources to produce. Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz support. Are there still risks to jumping into the property market for the first time at, at this point in time, particularly with the sort of uh, mid-term economic outlook being a little bit murky in terms of what's going to happen in the next year or so? 
Well, the issue with the future is it's always uncertain because it hasn't happened yet. And so whether you purchase a property today or you purchase it in five years, there will always be uncertainty in the future. Now, look, there are always risks and it depends which sector you are currently based in. Now, what I see is that across the whole economy, generally speaking, unemployment is extraordinarily low and Kiwis are feeling very secure in their jobs. Now, if that is you and you're feeling secure, secure in your job, you might say, I am going to go ahead with a purchase. I'm going to make that large financial commitment. Although there are risks, I'm willing to go for it. Now, if you were working for a business that looks like maybe it's a bit shaky, maybe uh, if there is an economic downturn or times get really tough, that business might survive, you might start to look for another job before you go ahead and make that large purchase. And I think everybody's going to make their own assessment about whether they think their employer uh, is strong financially. It also depends on your industry. If you were working in something that you thought might go through uh, a bit of a downturn, again, you might hold off or switch industries before you go ahead and make that large financial commitment. Can you describe the property market as it is right now in three words? Very, very cheap. <laughs> Ed McKnight, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Newsable. I'm Imogen Wells. And I'm Emile Donovan. Remember, you can hit us up directly if you've got something to say. You can reach us by email at newsableatstuff.co.nz. If you enjoyed this special bonus ep, you'll probably enjoy us Monday to Saturday every morning as well. Give us a follow on your favourite podcast player. And while you're there, go on, leave us a rating and review. Have a great afternoon. If you liked listening to this pod, help us make more like this. Visit stuff.co.nz support. Hey, Chris. Yes. Do you want another very broad question? I've got a very broad question today. Go on, then. What do you know about sports? Up the wires, go the Black Caps, and don't forget Premier League football. Oh, you do love a bit of Premier League footage, do. don't you? What team is it that you support again? Oh, the current champions, Manchester City. I think they're pronounced Arsenal. It's pronounced Arsenal. Uh, but you know what's good about football? Yeah, what? They don't regulate soccer. I'm sorry? There's a sport that regulates sock height? Indeed there is, and it's cycling. That's very strange. Why on earth do they regulate it? Well, I know, but if you want to find out, you'll have to listen to the Big Stuff Quiz, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, that's a cliffhanger indeed. The Big Stuff Quiz is brought to you by Melbourne Every Bit Different. Listener.